celebrate and remember some of the things. Remember, we, we know that God has done way more than we could ever remember and imagine and think, but we just want to highlight some of those things today, and I'm even good if you remind me of something he did. I know y'all did a great job of doing that last week. Um, last weekend, my family and I, we had the opportunity to travel to Fayetteville to see a football game. Woo pig. Good night last night. And uh, I was talking to a lady that, that went to high school here in Wynn. I know a lot of y'all are local people. Y'all are from Wynn. If you're not, we're glad you're here. We welcome you and we want you here. And uh, we know sometimes it can be hard to settle in in a small town. But we got a spot for you right here. And uh, we're so thankful that you're here. But I was talking to this, this person I used to go to school with that I haven't seen in 20 years. I got reacquainted. We, my family got to meet my biology teacher from 10th grade and 12th grade. And it was just a great reunion that we had in Fayetteville. And they started asking me about the church, God's church, called the Bridge Church in downtown Wynn. And I just started talking to her about remembering when the first Sunday was that we met down here at the Merriman, just the excitement. Uh, the first song that was sang by the praise band was Great Things, because he's done great things, he's doing great things. And um, I just told, I was trying to paint for her the picture of what it means to be from when, to be from the Delta. And to be worshiping and praising the Lord Jesus in downtown Wynn. I, I was just kind of recalling to her that moment. And I got emotional. I just, in the moment, I, I just was so proud and thankful uh, to the Lord Jesus that we have the, the opportunity and the privilege to worship the King in downtown Wynn. Aren't you glad that we can honor and praise his name? So in my time in the Word right now, I'm walking through a, a plan, a Bible reading plan, and I'm in Revelation, and I'm along in there in about chapter 14, and so I, I, every once in a while, I'll glance at the plan to try to keep myself on schedule. Now, if you know me, I'm not a scheduler, um, I, I'm a hang out over here a minute and then go right back and I'm just everywhere. I'm all over the map. But in my time in Revelation, walking through 13 and 14, I go back and I glance at my little plan and it usually gives me a nugget, a psalm to read. I don't know about you, but don't you just love, we've been going through the life of David, but don't you just love the psalms, how the Lord just uses that to encourage and refresh us? And so the other day, I was, or two days ago, three days ago, I'm like looking at that plan, and it just so happens that my psalm for this week is Psalm 100. So I've been chewing on Psalm 100. Listen to this, and, how, and look at how right on time the Lord Jesus is. Psalm 100, let the whole earth shout triumphantly to God. Let the whole earth Shout triumphantly. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. Come before him with joyful songs. He made us. We are his, his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Hello? Thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, ain't he though? And his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness throughout all generations. And I, I don't know about you, but I love it when the Lord is just right on time. And, and I, I know that you walk through uh, your journey, wherever you're at in your journey uh, of life and your journey with the Lord. And I don't know about you, but I need times of refreshing where he says, I'm right there with you. Psalm 100, it's Thanksgiving week. It's time to draw near. It's time to be thankful, to have an attitude of gratitude. And it was right there. So if you're, if you're saying to yourself, if you're here today, and I know we're on all different places in the journey, but if you're saying, man, I just need a word from the Lord. I need to hear from him. 
I, I need some refreshing. Get in here if you're not, and if you are, stay in here and let him, that living and active word, speak to you, refresh you, encourage you, convict you, spur you, spur you on, and uh, let him do what he does. Now, in thinking across some of the things that he did today, um, if you've been with us from the very beginning at the Bridge Church, like on my shirt, you see the triangles everywhere. Uh, you see them in the ceiling up here. Uh, just so happens that they're here. They're in the mission house. But one thing from the very beginning that the leadership team did is they, with that triangle representation, they had up, in, and out. And so I'm kind of going to track through this. They're all tied together, but I'm going to talk about some things that we've seen God do here this year on the up, the vertical, which we're getting things right with him. We're going to him. We're abiding in him. We're looking to him. We're getting everything right vertically, and it helps us with the horizontal, right? And so <laughs> in thinking about that, I think the first thing that we need to mention is the worship team. Are y'all not thankful for the incredible job that God has equipped us with the worship team? Y'all, the Lord has blessed us. The Lord Jesus has blessed us with an amazing worship team. I see y'all sitting throughout the building, and I'm so, so thankful. What is worship? Well, one way we do it is through music. God has given us music. We worship him. We do, that with our, we do it with our lives. How we do tomorrow, what we, how we live our lives, how we conduct ourselves, that is a form of worship. But in this respect, as we talk about worship, what do we put back? What is worth shit to us? What, who is the one who's worthy? And it's the King Jesus. And I want to just thank you. As one of your elders, as one of your pastors, worship team, can't say it enough. Thank you for what you do. Um, also, right behind that, even before that, the word of the Lord Jesus Christ has poured forth in amazing power through our pastor this year. I, I've never been a part of anything like what I've seen the Lord Jesus do through our pastor. And so I want y'all to praise the Lord Jesus Christ for our pastor. We've seen Elder Derek get up here and proclaim the word in Jesus' power and humility. And I'm thankful for that. And so we can't worship the Lord and thank the Lord enough concerning these. We had some program, we had some uh, Wednesday nights, the home group, the life groups didn't meet this, this summer, but we had some equipping Wednesdays. And we saw that with some ways where we made sure we were on the up and up and had things right. Um, equipping the body, Dustin did a great job of equipping us. And some, some of the people that showed up this summer we're not the ones that were there the, the summer before during Equipping Wednesdays. It was a whole new group that we saw formed, and that was super encouraging to us. Um, some of the things we talked about is you sharing your testimony. We did that in our life groups. Uh, no one can argue with what Jesus has done in your life, and so we encouraged you to go and share that. Um, also, why elders? Dustin did an excellent job talking about why we are an elder-led church, and at this time, I just want to give the Lord Jesus praise for the elders that he has given us. And they are David Dowd, Derek Wood, Richie Cooper, Brett Miller, Pastor Dustin, and myself. And I tell you right now, these elders serve the Lord Jesus, and they serve you well. And I want to give the Lord thanks. Now, this one's kind of a curveball. And I mean, I'm kind of... I'm kind of, uh, well, somebody moved my vacuum cleaner. I bet that was David. <laughs> Had a vacuum cleaner up here. So this is kind of strange, but if you're up here during the week, you might see cleaning teams up here. And if you served on a cleaning team, I just want to tell you thank you. 
You're like, well, what does that got to do with vertical worship? Well, I'll tell you what I like about cleaning teams. You really don't get noticed. Now, if, it come, if, you, if folks come in here on a Sunday and it's dirty, they're going to notice. But if it's clean, you may not, every, you may not get no, you know, any credit for that. And so in talking to Adriana, as we go into this next year, in this next season, we ha- she brought up the idea, and we're going to talk about this next week. You're going to get an opportunity to commit to serve the Lord Jesus on the cleaning teams. But while you're in here cleaning the building, isn't that a great time to think about cleansing the temple, cleansing yourself? Praying for the, over the seats as you're in here vacuuming, not just me vacuuming, vacuuming up the Cheez-Its that are all over the floor, but praying for the children that are actually having a Cheez-It party. Or as you're back there in the hallway and you're around the connected office, praying for the families and the connected staff. Or in the kitchen, praying for me and Dustin as we cook that we don't burn the place down. Um, in the office area, praying over that part of the building. And just praying for the Lord Jesus to cleanse our people, to cleanse you, to refresh you, to renew you. And so Romans chapter 12, verse 1 reminds us, I beseech you by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice that's holy and acceptable to God, for this is your reasonable service. And so I just want to give thanks to the cleaning team, and I will highlight Tammy Lynn, who's sitting right here, who put together, orchestrated, and kept the cleaning teams going this year, and I just want to give thanks and praise to her. When we're serving and we're working, when no one's looking but Jesus, probably where we need to be getting after it. All right, so those are some of the things that fit under that up, the top part of that triangle getting it right. Now let's talk about in, how we do things, fellowshipping in the church, in the body of the people of you who make up the Bridge Church. Podcast, oh my goodness. The podcast has been an absolute blessing. Do y'all know that 400 to 500 people from all over, not just the United States, but all over the world, download the children's podcast each week, four to 500. David and Sarah has done an excellent job of keeping this going, of editing this. We got the Voices of the South, Jennifer and Jessica. I know there are people that are listening just to hear them read, to hear them proclaim God's word. And the word pours forth. And so, y'all, praise the Lord with me for what he's doing with the podcast. (laughs) Nursery. Many of y'all have honored the Lord Jesus and served him. Worked hardly unto the Lord, not unto man. And served our families by working in the nursery. You're in there so that we can be in here. Even when certain preachers go long, you're in there, and you're going long. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Jennifer Carnes, that you did not just lead it last year, but you said, you know what, I'm up and again, I'm going to do it again. I think that's what you said. I hope that's what you said. That's, we're going to talk about that next week. And so can't thank you enough for serving the Lord Jesus and our people in the nursery capacity. Praise the Lord with me. All right, life groups, life groups. That is how the Bridge Church does church life together in smaller groups on Sundays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, maybe a Thursday, Fridays, mornings, Wednesday mornings, Wednesday nights. And y'all, right now, the elders are super excited and thankful for the leaders, hosts, and participants. We really feel like, and you're telling us stories in, in the surveys you've been filling out, we feel like the Lord Jesus is blessing through the home groups. Right, Chris? 
Isn't, hadn't the home groups been encouraging to you? Yeah, and uh, you know what? This is a little plug for you. If you're not part of a life group yet or you, you, you kind of ha- in between maybe, see me, see Sarah, see Dustin, see any of the elders, and we can help you find the, uh, a life group where you'll belong. And uh, there, are, there is a list in the lobby of the life groups. We would love to have you in any of our life groups. And I, and I feel good enough about all of them that I would send you there in a heartbeat. So praise the Lord for what he's doing in our life groups, right? The Lord Jesus gifted the leadership team and and gave them the vision and gave our pastor the vision because it's his vision. It's the Lord's vision for foster and adoptions. And... I'm going to talk about connected in a little bit, but I put this in the end group because what you have done, families, there's at least nine bridge partnership families that are currently or has fostered this year. Nine. Nine families. And we can't, a clap is not enough. We just want you to know we love you and we're thankful for you. And over 10 of us, 10 in our midst, have Went to the went you know went on and adopted and some of you are in the process of doing that right now and y'all, well let's stand up and and because this is the Lord's heartbeat let's stand up. All right, and if you families need something. Let me, Sarah, or Dustin know. We want to be there for you and provide and help uh, in that capacity. Um, now, some of the out things that we're seeing. And again, y'all, these cross over. I believe when we get it right vertically, all of this other stuff, the in and the outreach, flows beautifully. Here are some of the outreaches, some of the outreaches that the Lord Jesus has done in our midst uh, among us this past year. He's continued. And uh, one that I will highlight is the Connected Office continues to be here at the Bridge Church, and the Lord Jesus uses them to dominate. If you haven't been here during the week to see families rolling in to get reconnected, reunited with one another, kids seeing their moms and their dads for the first time, and who knows when. And the goal being to connect these families back together. We see that almost every week up here. Sometimes it's just, it's Grand Central Station. Families in and out of here. Um, God stuff happening. Kids that need a little special help are up here getting tutors, getting speech. Um, Y'all, this place, the Lord Jesus is using this place in ways that Dustin will tell you right now, and, and I, I mean, it blows my mind on the daily, uh, what all we see. That's just what we see that the Lord's doing. Um, you got a lot to be thankful for here uh, uh, as, as you see how the Lord has used this facility to make much of him and to be about his, the king and, and his kingdom come. And so praise the Lord for that. And extension to that, working with Sarah greatly, uh, of course, is Jamie, Sonny, and Hannah with Connected. And Brianna's been coming in here lately. Uh, y'all, if you see them, tell them thank you for who they are and what they're about. And uh, we're really thankful for them. Advocacy. I see Katie Rower sitting back there, and uh, she is one of three um, that is certified to be to come alongside these foster families, these connected families, and be an advocate to come alongside and say, "Hey, let me help you journey through this and teach you some life skills." Um, she's doing an excellent job, and if you want to learn more about being an advocate to help these families, see Sarah she's sitting right over here. Now, at this time, praise the Lord, we finally get to hear from somebody else. Um, there was a team 
that got to go to Guatemala this past year. And so, Audrey, will you come? I know you're just dying to get up here and tripping over everybody trying to get up here. But Audrey is one of our teenage life group members. She is a blessing. If you don't know her, get to know her. If she don't talk to you the first time, try the second time. And uh, getting, getting uh, to visit with her is always a blessing. So she was able to go to Guatemala, and she's going to tell you all a little bit about that, whatever the Lord has on her heart. Thank you. Uh, hi, guys. Good morning. Um, I hope you all are enjoying your breakfast. Um, so I did go to Guatemala, and it was a very holy experience, to say the least. Um, it was the Holy Spirit really led me to go there with all of these people who were just there. But instead of like a normal um, mission trip, it was more of like God sent me there to live with them instead of tell them about him. Because they were already filled with the Holy Spirit there already. Praise the Lord, they were already. They, they were, they were um, living in card, <laughs> pretty much cardboard boxes um, in a circle. But um, they already had the Jesus filled with them. <laughs> that sounded wrong. But <laughs> they, were, um, they already had the spirit filled with them already. So um, if Jesus can use people like that, living in those conditions, what can he do with people who aren't living in those conditions? Um, but it just it blessed my heart so much to hear them just speak about the Lord even when they have, like, to the people who don't really have Jesus in their heart, it would look like they have nothing to be happy about. They're, they're living in dirt. And um, I have a personal connection with that. I didn't personally live in poverty, but my mom, my mother's neighborhood in Mexico, they have, it's like, it's the hood. It's, it's in there. But um, just seeing all of those people who I've seen before living in those conditions, and they were just loving Jesus. They were on their knees for Jesus. They were all over the place. They love him so much. And that just, that made me so happy to see that. Now, um, I was going to read something about this that my mom pointed out. And it's Galatians 3.28. And it says, There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Jesus Christ. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. And so I keep going to this point, but they were, Jesus uses whoever he wants. Whether it's you live in America, you live in Guatemala, or anywhere else, he uses whoever he wants. And thank you for this time. Thank you so much, Audrey, for that. Um, that was refreshing after hearing all my blowhard. Um, come back next week if you want to go to the nations, if you want to talk about the possibility of uh, first attending an interest meeting to, to maybe even go to Guatemala because we're going back. And... Uh, there are some more opportunities to go to the nations and continue to go here um, to, to the Lord's people, to those that are already and to those that are not yet. Did you heard what he, she said, Bobby? She said, the Lord can use anybody, even that donkey we talk about on Wednesdays, right? <laughs> All right. McCallum Mondays continues to go strong. I had hoped to hear from Mamie today. She is a huge part of what goes on on Mondays as our people, you, go to love on folks, play basketball with them. I see Connor, who I think he got a triple-double last time out, and um, Chris was, I think, cheering for him, and uh, 
<laughs> Mamie and Maylee. Dustin does a great job uh, staying consistent with that. Mickey King is huge in that. And then last but not you know, the Bible says, Jeremy, last shall be first. Last but not least, well, let me get Rebecca. Rebecca is huge. And then there's Jay Bay, Jeremy Bailey, who came this morning. I'm thankful that you're here uh, again. And thank y'all for what you do of staying consistent and continuing to show the love of Jesus to his people in this community. And so, y'all, let's give the Lord praise for what he's doing. EC is not here this morning, but we love EC. He did an excellent job of kind of orchestrating and organizing parables at the park. And if you were at parables at the park, you know what I'm talking about. We blew it out. Nick, he's not here today, but he always made sure we had something hot to eat. Um, You served so well, and that is something we want to keep doing each year. But parables of the park. We packed the thing out and played until it got dark, pretty much. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And so we praise the Lord for EC serving us in that capacity and serving the community so well. And uh, Parables at the Park, thank you for all you did to serve to help make that happen. And be looking ahead because something like that's going to happen again. Praise the Lord for that. The clothes closet that many of you have had something to do with to where it is today. And Tamara's not here today, I don't believe. Tamara Weaver has come alongside and talked to Sarah. Hey, I just want to serve. And God gave her an opportunity to serve in that capacity. And she has done amazing at organizing and keeping the clothes closet running efficiently. And so when you see Tamara Weaver... You thank her. Because let me tell y'all something. We have people coming in all the time. This cold snap has been super busy. People coming in to get warm clothes. Um, It's pretty thin in there right now. So I'm not going to tell you to bring your clothes. But Sarah might next week. (laughs) So I'm not going to get in that hornet's nest. But we're going to get to where we need some stuff. Hornet's nest. You hear that? Tyler's not even here. And we're trying to give him props this morning. Um, costume giveaway. That's something that the Lord Jesus used y'all to start and to keep going. It's kind of an out-of-the-box thing that you would pass costume. And some of the things that they say when they come in to get their costume, I mean, some of the adults are coming in and getting a costume and saying crazy stuff. I was in there when that happened. You were too. And um, y'all, it's just a way they know that they can connect. If they have a church... Great. If they don't, they know where they can come. Hey, I can go there. I went and got my costume there. And so I like that we're doing things that nobody else is doing. It's kind of wonky. We had a team in from Tennessee, and they were there on the day we gave out costumes, and they were like, uh, really? I'm like, yeah, really. You should get one. Thanksgiving and Christmas ministry. We're right here at the cusp of Thanksgiving. There will be a lot of food go out Tuesday, and a lot of it is because, and I see you from all over the room, the intermediate school, I think it's Alturismo. Is that how you say that? Alturismo? They're the giving group, from what I understand, the giving family branch of the families at the intermediate school. They did a food drive, and if you... Want to know where everything at Walmart and Hayes is right now? It's in there in that room. They, they, <laughs> they cleared the shelves. We have a ton of stuff to give away uh, to our community, and we're so thankful for that. So there will be some stuff go out this week. Nick and Dustin will be cooking turkeys. we got enough turkeys in there in the refrigerator right now to colic all the horses in Cross County. And um, we're going to be cooking them, smoking them, and sending them and some canned goods out to make sure families have plenty to eat on our Thanksgiving, because I know one thing, we're going to have plenty and we're going to eat too much of it at our house, right? And so, praise the Lord for that. Then on Christmas Day, which happens to fall on Sunday, aren't you glad? It's really cool. Praise the Lord for that. There will be a Christmas ministry 
um, where we continue to further penetrate and provide Jesus' love and goodness so that they might taste and see that the Lord Jesus is good through you, his people, his hands and feet. All right, we're here at the end. One thing, uh, if you haven't been out to the mission house, out here across the alley right here, uh, it just belongs uh, with this building. Please go out there, check it out. Uh, It has been a blessing to get to work out there and provide a place for somebody that might be cold or mosquito-bitten or just out of jail. Um, a pastor that's coming through, a fan, one of your family members that need a place. Uh, we, that building has been sitting there and just not doing anything. And so the Lord has given us an opportunity to renovate and uh, do more downtown revitalization, if you will. And we have had some help with that. We had a team from Missouri come from Linwood. And y'all, they showed up. And they worked. I mean, it was incredible. They did the demolition pretty much out there. Then we had a team come from uh, Tennessee, from Franklin. And they did an incredible job of putting uh, wood, uh, poplar wood on the walls. And both those teams was an absolute blessing. And if y'all don't know my little sidekick, David Carter... I wish he was here this morning. But David Carter is an absolute blessing to us here at the bridge. We love David. We have journeyed with David. We'll keep journeying with David. We believe God has big things in store for David. And so I hope if you haven't already, you'll get the chance to meet David Carter. But even in this building, y'all remember when the, the window got knocked out? David done that. But that's the only... Everything else was constructive. That's the only. <laughs> but you better get out of the way, right, Brett, when David's tearing things down. I mean, all of the ceiling fell because David was up there and, and, and moving things around, making things fall. So um, can't wait for you to meet David Carter. And so I want to praise God. Uh, we've had amazing help, amazing blessings uh, out there at the Mission House. And if you want to see it, it's open often right after the gathering and walk out there. Um, we've had somebody stay there already. And we praise God for the mission house, what he's doing. There. All right, baptisms. We're going to talk about the eight baptisms that we had, that we celebrated, that the Lord Jesus added to our number. Some of you may see somebody. I see Mac looking good back there. He's all in, and uh, on the back of the shirt, it's got a, the Briz logo, and it says, look here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? The Ethiopian eunuch said that, remember? Acts 8.36. One thing that I have learned from Dustin is he's been asking people, he said, hey, you ever been baptized? And then guess what? They open their mouth and they start telling you about, well, no, I haven't been baptized. Oh, well, what's keeping you from being baptized? Let's talk about how to, how, how to follow Jesus and that he died on the cross for your sins and that he loves you and that he has a place for you and his family and his kingdom. And he died on the cross and he didn't stay dead. He rose from the dead and uh, he's fighting for you right now. He loves you. He's for you. He wants you. He wants all of you. He wants you in his family. And they're like, oh, really? Yeah, that's the good news. That's the best news ever, y'all. The bad news is we're all sinners, every one of us. But the good news is that God so loved the world that he gave, gave his only son, Jesus. And whosoever believes in him, They don't have to die that excruciating death on the cross and be burned alive forever because Jesus died in our place. He took it and he said, put their sin on me. All they got to do is trust me. They got to turn from their way, repent and believe and put put their faith in me 
and I'll save them. I'll forgive them. I'll include them. I'll let them know they're valuable. This is our God, y'all. This is Jesus. And so that's a great thing that I've learned from Dustin. Hey, you ever been baptized? Some of you are here and you've already said, hey, I, I, I want to follow Jesus. I know I'm a sinner and I'm, I, I know I was, I was in trouble until Jesus came and saved me. And you made that profession of faith. Some of you are right there where Jesus is calling you. He's saying, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. He's saying to you, rest. But you got these two people, some that's already accepted Jesus and put their trust in him, and those that are right there. He's calling you unto himself. But then baptism comes where you go public with it. And you say, hey, I follow Jesus. And I'm good with everybody knowing. And so we had eight of you that said that this year. And so we got you this shirt. It says, all in. As I call your name, would you come up here long enough to get a, a picture if you're here? And we'll let you sit down. And then Dustin's going to come and close us out. Seth Robinson. Mac Davis. Get the picture. Will y'all get the picture for? Dusty Brewer is not here, but man, he sent me a message the other day, and uh, he just said, "Derek saying read it." Yes, sir. He got sick, but he said this, and this goes perfect with what I hope you've heard today. I'm thankful for y'all, all of you. Each one of you has introduced me into a whole new world that I did not know beforehand. I'll be there. Y'all, Dusty's all in. And so praise the Lord for that. Michaela McMinn, I know y'all have worked hard with her and for her, and y'all, she's at school, I think, and so praise the Lord for her. Keith McMasters, he's, I, I heard from him, he couldn't be here this week, but he's forever grateful uh, for what the Lord has done and is doing in his life. Judd the Bud, where you at? Clay, come up here, woo! Stand over there. Walker Hale, where's he at in the house? Man, we have been excited to see what the Lord Jesus is doing in Walker's life and in his family. And man, praise the Lord. Brianna, Brianna Lynn, where are you at, sweetheart? Y'all, she's fresh off of baptism. And that is our class of 22, right? <laughs> I'm going to use the last shall be first again with you. Come on. I forgot. Did we miss anybody else? That's right. That's right. Man, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to try to save. I'm going to try to save face here. But have you not been encouraged to see what the Lord Jesus has done in this family right here this past year?
All right, praise the Lord one more time for the class of 22. Don't forget the tables. Some help with these new vacuum cleaners. Before I forget, if, and I've got like two seconds up here, but if you can, if you're willing and able to help us clean up, stack tables and chairs, vacuum, and set up for next Sunday, that would be awesome. You, you, you don't have to go to lunch today. <laughs> like, if you're still hungry, go fix another plate and then help us. <clears throat> um, you know, sometimes... Um, Kurt talks about what the Lord has uh, done with me and it, it makes me want to hide sometimes just, just because I know that it's all him. You, you know, it just, it makes me want to crawl under a table, uh, but that would probably be awkward for you and me both if I crawled under <laughs> Um. But man, I I get to watch, um, I get to watch Kirk work in his giftings, and he works his can off for you guys, and um, that's of the Lord too. But I think we need to celebrate what God has gifted us with Him as well. Um, <clears throat> He, he, really, he really works hard. Sarah's the same way. Sarah does a lot of stuff that I don't want to do. And that's kind of her role. I don't want to do that. Here, Sarah. You know, that's, that's what she does. And um, so thankful for her also. Um, Just a couple things before we go. Number one, this is our annual budget, and we do our budget from September to August, and the reason we do that is because this is a big farming community, a big agricultural community, which means the end of the year giving is generally better, much better than the first of the year and I like to know what the end of the year giving is going to be in the middle of the budget rather than at the end of the budget does that make sense to you You know what I'm saying like I don't want to be wondering are we going to make budget I would rather just have that part of the year in the budget so we can know do we need to back off do we need to slow down do we need to shut some things down do we need to whatever uh, I don't think we'll ever have to do that, but that's just the way I think. So our, our budget is from September to August, uh, but that is this budget. Now, we don't vote on that as a whole. Uh, this is something that the elders look at, hold accountable, decide, but you are welcome to get one of these. Look it over. If you have questions, you can come visit with me about that. Uh, we don't talk about money a lot. It's not that, it's not other than anything than we, we just want to talk about Jesus here. Um, and money is useful. We're thankful for the money that's given. And we don't want you to stop giving. But Jesus will do what Jesus wants to do with or without money. And it's not all about money here. Um, we know that some of you are unable to give financially and you give in other ways that are just as special and impactful and of God as money is. And we're thankful for you as well. Um, at the bottom of the page, there is the giving from September and October. 
Um, this is a brand new church. We're, we're learning. We're trying to, to learn things, but we know that you probably want to know the giving, what the giving looks like, what the budget looks like. Some of you do. Some of you don't care, and that's okay. I'm with the, the second part most of the time. Um, but this is a budget, and we're going to put the giving on the back. We'll update the budget. We'll do our best on that, but I will tell you that's not our priority. Our priority is people. Um, and, and being sure the Lord is pleased with us. So we're going to do our best to keep this in front of you. There's several more copies by Brian over there. Um, he's, he's going to take a list of who all gets a copy. I'm playing. Um, nothing, nothing wrong with being interested in, in what God's doing there. I want to tell you this that has really encouraged me. Somebody who is... Not, I can't say they're not a part of the bridge because of what they've done, but they're not a partner with the bridge, and I don't think they've ever ever been to one gathering with the bridge, came to us and said, what do y'all need for that building over there? And we gave them an itemized list, and they paid the whole thing off. So... I want to I wanna honor their um, request to be anonymous, but I thought that was pretty cool and of the Lord. And, and once again, he, he doesn't, he, he's not looking to us saying, boy, are they going to do enough? He's going to do it if he wants to do it. Um, second thing before we go. Andy and Katie Rohr uh, have opened a clinic called Harmony Health, north of here, Highway 1. They are our people. Andy and Katie are a blessing. They are in the medical field, but they're in the medical field on mission for Christ. Uh, It's not like you go see a doctor with them. They care for your soul, too. Uh, I'm not trying to do a plug for Harmony Health. Andy would tell you, you go to the doctor where you need to go. But these are our people, and I believe God has done this in them. And today from 2 to 4, they're opening the doors for us to come in there and pray over their patients that they're going to have in those rooms. I think that's an incredible opportunity, and I'm going to be there. Um, And I want to encourage you. Um, you got plenty of time. Go ahead and take your nap and then come up there at 2 and we'll pray. Uh, I saw on Facebook somebody's already reserved one of their massaging chairs to pray from while you wait so that uh, they can, they don't know if you're sleeping or praying. But anyways, last thing, Tuesday of this week, We are doing our turkey giveaway. And I'm not telling you that we absolutely have to have help to cook or get the turkeys out, but it would help if you're available to come up here and help us distribute. Uh, Monday, our students are going to organize what time? One-ish. Our teenagers are going to organize the boxes that we're going to take with the turkeys. That, that comes out of the canned goods that the intermediate gave. And really, it's a massive amount, y'all. We're so thankful for their, pa- their partnership in that. But um, if you're available tomorrow afternoon or if you're available Tuesday to help us cook, distribute, uh, we'd love to have you. Let's pray together. Don't forget, if you're able-bodied, we could use you. Father, we come to you this morning and I think, I think we can say that every person in this room is called blessed. All of us aren't blessed in the same ways, but we're blessed by the same person. And every way you bless is powerful.
We also know that your blessings are not necessarily a sign of your approval. I don't think you're, you're looking down at the bridge church or at the pastors or the elders or the people and saying, wow, fi- somebody finally got it right. I don't, I don't think that's happening. I think you bless us in spite of us. We are prone to wonder. That defines our hearts best. Prone to leave the God I love. We acknowledge that you bless us out of your abundant grace. Your ocean of mercy. And all we know to do is be thankful. And respond with obedience. Because you don't need anything that we've got. You're not waiting on on anything we can do. You're not in lack of anything. So what can we do other than worship and be thankful? I am so excited about what you've done in 2022. But I also am completely convinced that there is greater things to come. And we will remember this year, but not as the good old days. We'll remember this year and believe for more. Because you're bigger than we can imagine. You're better than we can know. You're deeper than we can touch or go. Will you do more? Show us more of you. Let us experience things we've never experienced before. That's my prayer over me. That's my prayer over our people. If you need to deconstruct us, if you need to tear some things down in our lives, do it. If you need to build up some things in our lives, do it. We are all in. In Jesus' name, amen.